afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Art Blog Radio. I'm your host for today, Morgan Nitz. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Emmanuel Wilkins, 2020 Kimmel Center Artist in Residence. How's it going? Thanks, thanks for having me. Of course. Emmanuel is a saxophonist, composer, arranger, band leader, and a very old friend of mine. Yeah, very old. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, no, for real though, I met Emmanuel in elementary school jazz band at Highland Park. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Led by the late, great Brad Shaner, yeah. of course. I think that for as long as I've known you, you've had a saxophone in your hand at least half of that time. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been smiling, laughing at least 75% of that time. <laughs> no, it's great. You have great energy. I remember like walking into the band room in high school at like lunch, after school, you'd just be playing with uh, Henry, Yusei, yep. Jared, whoever was around. <laughs> you had all the fun. Yeah. Being that you were already like a very talented saxophonist when I met you, how did you get started? Um, I, I got started uh, when I was, my, my parents started me with music when I was three. I, they kind of, I mean, they put they put me in a bunch of things. Um, I got anything I mentioned, they would just like kind of throw me in it. So like I mentioned wanting to be a scientist, they put me in like science classes, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Uh, so I got a violin at three. That didn't really work out. I was really bad. And then um, I moved on to piano. Uh, maybe a year after that, and that kind of didn't work out either. And then, um, you know, but I, I was I was playing those for for a little while. I was doing that. I was singing. I was trying singing. So those three were kind of between like age three and third grade. That's what I was doing. And then third grade, um, I had I had this friend at Holland Park, Ben. I can't remember his last name, but uh, he had he had said like, yeah, you can get in the band early if you have your own instrument. So I, I bugged my parents. I'm like, yo, can you buy me a saxophone? They had already bought me all these other instruments because <laughs> I was just going through. <laughs> um, and they were like, look, yeah, we'll buy you the saxophone, but we're not going to pay for lessons yet because you got to show us you're real about this because you're just going through all these instruments. <laughs> so um, so I, I got the saxophone. I started playing. I was practicing really hard. Um, and... Then I think I came home from church one day and I, I could like play one. I figured out one of the songs they were singing. And so my mom was like, all right, we'll, we'll get you lessons. So they set me up at the Clef Club uh, on Broad and Fitzwater. And and then I, I enrolled at Highland Park. Wow. With, with Shana. So it's like between between those two, that's that's kind of, I was the start. And I mean, I really think, yeah, the Clef Club, I, I still yeah, I still use, I, I still use it. I still go there. Uh, and yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. I didn't even know they had um, classes for like youth at the club club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when I, when I was there, it was real. It was, it was like, it was a really strong program. You say it actually told me about that program. Um, he wasn't going there at the time, but I think he started, he started right after I went, but they, we had both like talked about it a lot. Um, so it was like, it was a strong, like, I mean that, that those those years in Highland Park were like really really nice for me because it was like me you say Henry and mm-hmm. then like throughout all the you know what I mean the different well Henry uh, well in jazz band you know how yeah, we, yeah. um but yeah for like for like three like for two years in Highland Park two years in or one year in middle school and then two years in high school we were all together so you know what I mean it was it was nice to have that like kind of push. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, I remember so. like you two 
I forget who it was. It was you or Henry or you and Yusei being up on stage during like a, a concert. And you mm. were like basically just having like a solo off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you yeah. got in a little bit of trouble for yeah. that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm definitely, like, in retrospect, I'm really thankful to have, you know what I mean, to have that type of friendly competition growing yeah, up. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Definitely good for all of our growth. <laughs> oh, man. I loved you it. Know. I loved it. Just getting to watch you you all and not be really part of it. No. <laughs> you know. It's fun. I'm not competing. Fun. I'm just watching. No, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so I want to hear about the residency itself. Yeah. I see that online that you're partnered with a photographer. Yep. Raj Walter. Mm-hmm. And David Dempelwolf, who is marginal utility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah here in Philly. So yeah. how did you meet these artists? Um... David, David, uh, I met through um, through this piano player, Jason Moran, actually, uh, and he's he's from Houston. It was we were just we were on 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 tour, and Jason has a project with a lot of multimedia, um, and David was doing doing the projections for that, uh, and so we met, and then I found out he was from Philly, and so we you know we 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 kind of bonded over that, um, and then once once I kind of once I got the, the the commission for this for this project, I was I was looking for I was looking for some people to work with, and uh, I figured this would be a good good opportunity to to work with them. I I've been wanting to do it for a while. And Raj, I met um, Raj, I met maybe a year ago. Mm. Um, I've been a fan of his work for a while. He's a he's a great photographer. Um, and I've I've been a fan for a long time. He did he did my album cover, uh, that's coming out some point Ooh. this year. I don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he yeah he's he's um he's a great photographer, and I really liked his work. And I wanted to kind of see what they could do together because uh, David's stuff is is like he deals with animation a lot a lot, uh, and um kind of I don't know just like kind of crazy stuff and, and Roger's stuff is more like like classic photo- you know what I mean like like pretty pretty classic photography so I want to kind of see what what they could kind of do together you know yeah so no absolutely what will that look like in terms of the performance going to go out is it like David's making projections of Roger's work yeah so so um basically I mean we're we're in the we're in the like first stages right now like we we just met up for the past two days we and uh kind of went, went around philly and did some shooting um but basically it's, it's going to be ho- hopefully what i'm planning on is a is projections going on behind the band while we're playing um and uh it'll basically be so basically the, the pieces of, of around it's about kind of my experience in philadelphia and and growing up um yeah, like when when I think back, I was I was born in Philly, but I did most of like I mean most of my years were were in the suburbs, like mm-hmm. like in Upper Darby, Highland Park Elementary, Beverly Hills Middle School, Upper Darby High. You know what I mean? It's like I was I was I was in Upper Darby, so it's kind of but but then like most of most of my uh, most of my like real gr- growing up and and hanging out, I, I did a lot of hanging inside of the city. So I you know I was I was here a lot between the Clef Club, the Kimmel Center. Um, a lot of my circle was was inside the city, so um, kind of just just figuring out like the relationship between those two and uh, 
just like the difference of, of, of um, like living situations. And so like exploring those things um, in the work is kind of what, what I'm trying to be doing. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, yeah, the goal is like a two hour piece wow. with, with projections behind us while we're playing. So it's funny. Like I felt definitely drawn to the city a lot when I was living in Delco too. I think, yeah. you know, that's where the art was. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it then, but that's that's where the yeah. queer people were. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah. No, I mean, they're yeah. everywhere, but... Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but for real, in the city, yeah. and, you know... Um, it's, no, it's, a, it's definitely a powerful city, yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a great... I love it here, and, you know, I hope it doesn't change too much too soon, you know, there's a lot of development happening, but... Yeah, yeah. What do you want Philadelphians to gain from seeing your performance? Uh, just, um, honestly... That's always a hard question for me because, um, like, in a way, I don't really write for people. Like, mm. if that if that makes sense. Like, like I'm writing for myself in a way. You know what I mean? Like, a lot, a lot of my stuff is like, or not, not. I mean, I just I just think like my my inspiration for writing is is, is kind of self generated. It's like I, I write for my own healing. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I think that I, I think that they'll I think that Philadelphians can gain. Um, some perspective on, you know, just an interesting perspective on, on, the, on the city uh, in a, in kind of a reimagined way. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just trying to, trying to reimagine how we look at the city um, through, through like memory, mm. you know, um, as well as uh, like pretty, uh, just, just straight on yeah. kind of viewpoints. Um, yeah, I think I think that's that's really what I I like people to take away is just just kind of kind of yeah a, a different perspective of, of something it'll be it'll be pretty abstract. <laughs> it's gonna be much more abstract than than just some some pictures of Philly. No, absolutely. So it should be interesting. And on top of it, you know, Philly is a giant jazz city, so yeah, yeah, that totally. Aspect. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cool and. Musically, I'm definitely touching into that a lot. Just kind of like what, 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 um, what kind of influenced me musically about Philadelphia. So the music kind of embodies uh, John Coltrane's music is is big here. Um, I don't know a lot of things. The church, you know, all all these type of different different things that kind of influence my my writing and my music. I'm I'm trying to see how I can mix it into the piece as well. You know. So it's just kind of about like diversity, I guess. The whole the whole thing is kind of just like about like like these different like dualities or, or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure. It out. It's 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 funny. It's like it's it's all like slowly developing. I was I was talking to Raj and David yesterday, and it was like everyone's like, man, like, well, what what do, what do we do? Like, we're still like we don't know what's happening yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it was it was interesting because then we all collectively realized at the same time it was like, yeah, no, it's like this is how things work. This is how like creating works. It's like, like you don't like you you walk aimlessly until things start to kind of show its face, and then then it's like, oh yeah, that's what we're doing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But before then, you're just kind of doing things, <laughs> you know. So I'm definitely still in the blind stages of like just aimlessly doing things <laughs> that's like the most exciting part totally there's totally. so many different avenues you can go you're not too locked into anything yeah and you're not yeah. limiting yourself and you know all those times that 
I'm looking back at my work and I'm writing artist statements and I'm saying, I intended to do this. I didn't intend to do it. That's what ended up happening. Yeah, yeah, and I have exactly. to sound intentional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Totally. I love it. Um, so you've had some awesome opportunities. I want you to let people who are listening here on Art Blog Radio know, who is the most famous person you performed with? What was that like? <laughs> uh... Actually, man, I, I didn't read through these questions. <laughs> um, uh, man, the f- most famous, I, I don't, Sean Mendez, well, uh, maybe at the at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, and I just found out that's the last one. That'll be the last <laughs> Victoria's Secret Fashion Show ever. Wow. Uh, Solange, maybe I don't know. They're, I guess they're tight. Bob Dylan. Wow. Bob Dylan, uh, but we I just recorded with, uh, and he wasn't in the he wasn't in the studio when I recorded. So I don't know if that counts. I was about to say but, his his scratchy voice. <laughs> it was yeah. I mean his his voice was on like w- when we were recording like you could hear him singing and it was just like this is funny like this is Bob we're we're recording with Bob <laughs> uh, but but yeah I, I I don't know I guess I guess between those three I don't know if Bob Dylan even counts but yeah <laughs> you know what I mean it's like well he wasn't there uh, and it was a recording it wasn't performance but yeah Sean Sean Mendes was pretty cool. Solange was really dope. Solange is my favorite. Yeah. I saw, um, I was at Made in America when I think Henry was playing. Oh, Killing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yep. was, that was wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, but who, what was like your favorite favorite performance you've ever been a part of? Uh, favorite performance? Um, uh, man, Solange had a great one at the Guggenheim that I did. Uh, that was like a, like a kind of like a performance art piece, um, with uh, she part uh, she partnered with Telfar, mm-hmm. the, the the clothing brand, but yeah, it was, that was that was really cool. Um, what else? I mean, musically, probably uh, the most rewarding performances have been with Jason Moran, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that's how I met David, and th- those those performances musically have have been pretty pretty life-changing for me um with marsalis has been fun to play with uh musically yeah yeah i think that like the pop world definitely trumps the the uh the jazz world in terms of like like actual performance you know what i mean like like performance performance but um but yeah in terms of in terms of musically yeah the jason moran with marsalis have been like yeah. But Solange, in terms of like, like production, yeah, production was insane. Yeah, insane. like definitely like one of the dopest visual experiences I've I've been a part of. You know, absolutely. So those were fun. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, all right, let's see. All right, I got one. All we're right. doing the fun ones now. Great. What's your dream venue? Dream venue. Ah, uh, um. <clears throat> uh, to lead a band in or just to play in in general? How about both? Okay, to lead a band in uh, the Village Vanguard as of right now. Um, that's the like, that's the best jazz club in the world, mm-hmm. hands down. Um, uh, but I guess dream venue in in general to to do anything. Ah, man, I mean, there's so many there's so many factors like like. For me, like sound wise, it's the Village Vanguard, hands down for anything. Uh <laughs> halls maybe, maybe uh 
um, Toledo Bannon, maybe the Sydney Opera House. Uh, I've played there once, but it was a it was it wasn't it wasn't my my group. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. That's a that's a good question. I think I think my dream venue is to make a venue. You know, my my dream it's venue it. is like my own venue. Like yeah, absolutely. Like that's that's yeah. Where I, would it be? Somewhere in the mountains or like in in the like forest or something. Wow. It, it would be like it would be something that like people have to like make a pilgrimage to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's staying like, in a B and B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you'd have to you'd have to go to this. <laughs> you gotta yeah. That'd and be I, awesome. Yeah, I, I mean that that's yeah that that's my dream that's my dream venue to ever play at and it's certainly a dream. It's like <laughs> it's gonna take a long time for before that happens. But, That'd be sick. Yeah. If you, all right, have you ever had a moment where you felt like, I'm not sure if music is really my career? Um, uh, no, but uh, I think the reason behind that is, is um, uh, I think, I think for, for me, um, it, it comes down to uh, like, there was no other there was no other option. You know what I mean? It was like, um, you, for me, it, it was always like, I had to, I had to have that kind of self-generated motivation where it's like, no, this is, this is it. You know what I mean? It's, I love this. This is what I want to do. Um, yeah. even in times of like, uh, struggle or, 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 you know what I mean? Um, it's almost like, like siblings. It's like, you can't, you can't, you know what I mean? It's, you love it even yeah, when you're yeah, playing. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, like you, you can't get rid. You know what I mean? They're, they're your brother or sister. It's like, I mean, what, what are you gonna do? Like, you know, you can't. So it, it's kind of the same thing for me. It was, it was never not. It's like, no, this is, this is what I do. So even if it doesn't give me what I want all the time, it's like, no, this is like, this is a part of the, the, the grand scheme. You know what I mean? So I think uh, one of the big reasons why I never really questioned it was that I always, I never lost sight of the big picture. You know what I mean? It yeah. was always like, it was always big picture. It was always like, man, no, I'm playing the long game. Like the long game is, no, I, I need to be like really good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I, I think that's it really is. I never lost sight of the long game and it, I always like made goals for myself, short goals that led to the long-term goals. Yeah. And so I, I never, I, I never struggle with any sort of like, like um, anxiety about my my future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just just because it's like no, it's a it's a process, and and you will lose. You know, like right now I'm taking losses. Like like a lot of like a lot like a lot about my development right now is just about taking losses. It's like whether it's financially, uh, musically, anything. You know what I mean? Um, it's, I mean, I, yeah, musically too. It's like work, working with certain people. Like sometimes you have to, you have, you know, you you have to make sacrifices when mm -hmm. playing. You know what I mean? That's like that's one of the first things you learn, especially when playing like an improvisatory music mm -hmm. like jazz. You know what I mean? You learn you learn these things like okay, like if he's if if the drummer is playing like this, then I have to like I have to get inside of his time. You know what I mean? I have to like you know what I mean? I can't do my own thing. You know what I mean? I have to I have to make sure or like. If I'm playing with another horn player, we have to make sure the melody's tight. I can't phrase it like I want to. If it, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes maybe what I'm doing is like 
a really dope idea, but I can't make that decision because I have to, like, if I make that decision, it's going to make the band sound worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it's the same thing, kind of, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And then financially, I'm definitely losing right now. Just in terms of, <laughs> Are we all? <laughs> it's like, like having, especially being a band leader, it's like, I'm, like, you don't, like, you always, you, you want the band to, to respect everything you do. So, no matter what, they're always going to be taken care of, right? Yeah. So, it's like, if I, if, you know, if I take a gig and, and pay is not where it needs to be, it's like, I, I have to supplement, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's the same thing. And all of these things, hopefully, will pay off in the long run, I'm hoping. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's, that's, that's the long game. It's like, right now, we're in the season of lost. <laughs> you know, and then I'll be up at some point. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You know? Yeah, you will be. You will be. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. I I know. <laughs> uh, do you have any... All right, just to like get, get here, wrap it up here. Two more yeah. questions. If you... Do you have one big qualm about the music industry? And what would you do about it? Um, one? Just one? You can, can do I, a few. Can I do many? Uh, I got a bunch of qualms with the music industry. <laughs> uh, one being uh, um, this idea, this, I don't know, I'm just, this, it's in no order. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head. Um, one thing being, like, this idea of packaging. Everything has to be... Um, packaged in a way uh that can be sold well so mm-hmm. um i can't just like i can't just create things any, anymore you know what i mean it has to be like you know um it, it's almost like uh sometimes like i'll go to i'll go to and I'm, I'm about to sound like a museum snob right now but i'll go <laughs> i'll go to like museums with with people and they'll try to like like they'll look at the painting and be like like it'll be like abstract work and they'll be like oh yeah that looks like a dog to me it's like no, like that's not like that's not the purpose of it. it's like we like as as people we we always just kind of want to marginalize something to something we know we mm. want to associate it and that somehow brings it more value you know right. what I mean so it's like we're like oh yeah this looks like this or this guy oh yeah he sounds like this yeah, you know yeah. what I mean um so my 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 one of my biggest qualms is like this idea of like everything has to be a thing it's like. Yeah. Why can't I make music about nothing? Like, I want to come out with records that are just called Buy My Album. Mm-hmm. And, and each track is just one, two, three, four. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like, why can't we do that? Why is that not marketable? Because it should be about my art. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? But we just, we live in a weird time where it's just we like everything. live in a suicide. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real. It's like, everything's like, ah, oh, man, I got to, yeah, what's this about? Well, it's kind of about my life. And, and then you come up with these, like, really dumb like little things that you kind of had to force you know what i mean it's like i'm I'm not i'm not with that so i i, I think unless in, in and and i do have a lot of things you know at the same time like artists are, are thinkers in a way so um i think we do have a lot to say and a lot to talk about and so i think when we do have projects that are about something then that's great and i think most of our projects should be about or will be about something but yeah. i think there's just a just there's no way to sell nothing and there should be in art yeah. you know what i mean like untitled works should have like easy they, they should be just as valued as my project about philadelphia you know what i mean and i'm i'm totally with you there and one of my big problems with that is that 
one, I think it's my boss, Roberto, who said that artists aren't always the best person to talk about their work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As much <laughs> as you have stuff behind it. But apart from that, I've noticed all the, um, you know, I'll, I'll make a few things. I feel like they're nothing. I don't yeah. know what they are at all. A couple months later, I realized six months have been going by. I made a lot of things that look very similar. They are cohesive conceptually yeah. I didn't know it at the time and how am I supposed to sustain myself and get support financial support emotional yeah. support critique support in that moment where I'm not able to name what I'm doing it's mm -hmm. not until afterwards when you have a series that people are able to digest what you're looking at and that's great but when you're trying to make a living you yeah. need that money you need that support as you're making stuff and yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it almost feels like sometimes you need some somebody else to be the advocate. I mean, artists are expected to be every part of their own their own marketer, their own producer, editor, everything. Yeah, it's exhausting, and then you're usually working on top of it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, if if you like looking into the future, mm -hmm. and and you you were to to look back at your career and feel like I feel like I've really uh, like made it. I've I've done it. Where do you think you'd be? What would um, you be doing? Uh, if if I feel like I've made it, then I'm not doing anything. Then I'm like I'm at home on the couch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but with the, all that to say that I don't. I hope I don't ever think I made it. You know? Yeah. Um, I always joke around with people. I'm like, man, like once once I make it, I'm gonna cut my dreads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like like. I'll go into <laughs> like I uh, I always I always say like like my like my dreads are like like the symbol of me being in the shed like it's in like me in the practice room like yeah. and then like if I cut them that means I'm like I'm 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 not going through anything anymore like I'm not yeah. like um but yeah no no for real though like if I yeah I mean I, yeah no I just I hope I never feel like I made it you know I just yeah. I feel like I and every day I feel like I'm making progress and that's that's all that that I, I want. I just, I just want to make progress. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. And execute big milestones, but once I execute a big milestone, I have, by that time I'll have four more, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know what I'll feel like when I'm 80 though, you know, yeah. hopefully I'll still be searching, but I might not be, <laughs> I might be chilling. <laughs> Hopefully you'll still be getting joy out of it, finding new things to enjoy it, but yeah, also yeah. resting. Yeah, well yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> no rest ever. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. So I just uh, keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> no, it's been so great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having for being me. on our blog radio, which you can listen to on Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you said you have an album coming out later this year. Yes. Yes. At some point in 2020, it will be out. All right. So be on yeah. the lookout for that. I will link to your website. Yeah, Does that that's, work? That's All right. Great. Perfect. At the bottom of the post. Check it out. Thank you again. Killer. Thank you. Thank you.